1: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on
2: Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, bully ray and i dissect and break down last night's monday night raw we get into becky and do fans want to boo becky or like last night cheer becky lynch also we get into owens and Big E, the main event of monday night raw and we also talk about who i feel is a future world champion damian priest right now on the busted open podcast something that I hear all the time. You know, we hear it like on these documentaries they have on, you know, the WWE Network. You know, we have those roundtable discussions like, you know, with Jim Ross. And they talk about all the, you know, things that went well and mistakes that they made. One mistake that they always talk about when it comes to the past is Stone Cold Steve Austin. At one of the greatest or the greatest WrestleMania of all time. When they had Stone Cold in Texas turn on the rock. Right? Bully, we always hear about, man, what a mistake. Why did they do that? You know, nobody wants to boo Stone Cold. And they didn't. They didn't boo Stone Cold. They still continued to cheer Stone Cold. And eventually they're like, all right, we fucked up. And they just went ahead with Stone Cold the way he was before the turn at WrestleMania. They're making the same mistake again with Becky. Like, I love how the WWE looks back. And they said, boy, we screwed up here. And, but they don't learn from their mistakes. Becky Lynch is the most popular wrestler that WWE has. In what world is it the right decision to put her out there as a heel and make her get booed? Um,
3: I would have fought against that vehemently if asked my opinion by Vince McMahon. Well, we don't have Sasha because she's possibly filming The Mandalorian or whatever the reason would have been. Sasha would have been our heel for Bianca. Well, we don't have Bailey. She's injured. Injured. She would have been another heel for Bianca. So we need a heel for Bianca. What should we do? Hey, I got it. Let's rush back Becky and
1: make her a heel. Doesn't that just sound awful? It's it it, because you know why it sounds awful because it is awful. You ruined what could have been a very special moment. WWE likes to talk about moments, right? You ruined a special moment at SummerSlam in front of fifty thousand. It was the big, the first big crowd for the WWE since the pandemic. Becky comes back, annihilates. Bianca Belair and it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Why have Becky come back in some other form or fashion and have it be a moment that you look back on and say, wow, what a fantastic moment. All those months and months without crowds. And here we are in front of 52,000 fans and the, and the, and the one moment that we could remember forever is Becky Lynch making a return after her pregnancy. If you do remember, they did try to have Becky and Seth both as baby faces together as that power couple, and it didn't work. It really did, it, it didn't It did hurt Becky, but it definitely hurt Seth. And then they turned Seth Rollins. Um, if you have a character like Seth being like a Joker-esque, are you going to get emotional investment not a lot of realism to it. Uh, But as far as Becky, Bully, we could kind of stretch out what you could possibly do to make Becky hate it. I don't think there... Is there anybody in the company that Becky can attack that would make you hate Becky Lynch?
3: Let's just take what we saw last night with Liv Morgan. Liv does have a nice little fan base behind her that has wanted to see Liv get a push and get something for a long time. Heyman was a fan of Liv's and really wanted to do something with her when Heyman was booking (laughs) Raw. But as soon as Heyman was taken off the show, Liv's push went the way of the dodo. Um, If Becky does something to Liv, that's pretty bad. You know, a lot of the ideas that I come up with on the show, Dave, are ideas that have worked many, many times before. I will never sit here and try to tell you that I'm reinventing the wheel. I'm just putting a fresh spoke in it. The wheel is still the wheel. What works, works. Take something very old school and just modernize it and give it to Becky and Liv. Have Liv go out there and cut an extremely endearing promo. Have her do it for two or three weeks. Have some of the other girls in the back putting over Liv. Have commentary putting over Liv. Yada, yada. Create this perception that it's Liv Morgan's time, and everybody loves Liv. Then have Becky Killer. It's really easy. I don't think people realize how simple it is at times. If you want Becky Lynch to be hated, have Becky Lynch beat up Liv Morgan and then take Liv Morgan out on a stretcher, then have Becky, Liver- Becky Lynch topple over the stretcher and then send out some other girls to help and have Becky Lynch beat them up too, and then have Becky Lynch pile drive Liv Morgan into the stretcher, and then have uh, Becky Lynch light Liv Morgan on fire. You'll hate Becky Lynch.
1: That You would definitely hate Becky Lynch. Now, the caller brought up Seth Rollins. Josh actually had a really good idea. What if you had Becky align with Seth and help Seth beat Big E to win the WWE championship. Would that get Becky Lynch hated and booed?
3: I do think that rubbing Becky up next to Seth would be a an interesting direction and it could work. But if it backfires on you, you're screwed. And it's already backfired once. It
1: did. But but that was what it backfired with them trying to be Uber baby faces. Maybe it won't backfire if you're trying to make them heels. Uh, I'm not a big comic book person,
3: but weren't the Joker and who's the Suicide sw- Squad chick uh, uh, Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn, the Joker and Harley Quinn were uh, were in, were a couple, right, Dave? you oh, you asking me, Andre? You're the
1: nerd. All right. Uh, were yeah, they so were the, they the together? The Joker oh, and man. Harley
3: Quinn. Yes, they were. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, if 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 certain people are saying that that um that Seth has this this Joker-esque qualities to him, yes, maybe you can put them together and make them that type of heelish
1: power couple. I suppose would, it could work. Be, that would... If you had Seth Rollins and Big E in the ring and Becky helped Seth beat Big E and Seth was the champion and then you have Seth as your WWE champion and Becky as your Raw Women's champion, people don't want to... She or Seth. So that, those two <laughs> aligned together would probably help that situation for Becky.
3: And, and here's the thing. It's like behind the scenes, we're going to draft Seth and Becky to the same roster to make life easier on them raising their child. Why not just go with reality? We know Seth and Becky are together. We know they're married. Why not just pair them up and do the heel power cut? And then maybe that can lead to some good intergender stuff with baby faces. Maybe we do Big E and Liv Morgan versus Seth and 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 Becky. I Why gotta not? tell you that sounds more intriguing to me than anything else. I I I because it's like so it. different that WWE doesn't do it. I actually I, enjoyed that match with Seth and Becky versus um Lacey and
1: who, who and, and Baron, Corbin. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yep. They really didn't go all out match. like they could have. They didn't go all out like they could have, but I did enjoy it as well. So, anything that may –
3: in my opinion, it's very easy to make heels and baby faces. It really is. You just have to position them the right way before you officially put that brand of heel and baby face. You can make Liv Morgan. People like Liv Morgan. They really do.
1: Liv's got a nice little following behind her. She has a good following. It's not – the mainstream following but now build her to the mainstream give her some wins have her have her win matches have her be spotlighted like damian priest was spotlighted last night do that for you know good four to five like you said good four to five weeks build her you could definitely do that and now it's
3: maybe maybe this is time to take that live morgan documentary and bring it to the forefront yep Because Lord knows that was a hell of a lot more interesting than anything they've done
1: with her in the past year. You know what? You have something there. Let's see. Because obviously the gauntlet was thrown down last night. I mean, Liv Morgan showed up. And then Becky did the shoulder shrug and walked away. Make her regret giving Liv Morgan that shoulder shrug.
0: Do you want a beautiful lawn?
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Throwing Down with Renee
0: and Misha. Little girls must come up to you all the time. That is one of my favorite things is when little kids come up to me and for whatever reason, they just want to have a moment of your time and you can just tell that they're just looking at you with this different kind of lens. And the lens is that they don't have total perspective on life and they they don't know how to get where they want to be, but they see something in you that attracts them towards that direction in their life. And that's such a huge compliment. It's so cool. It humbles me.
1: Mondays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. First of all, well-worked match. I mean, great. I mean, the story that Big E and Kevin Owens told in the ring, I thought was phenomenal in that main event. Where things get wonky is once again the work on the microphone. I'm completely confused. And I wasn't the only one because if you want a reaction from the crowd, the crowd was completely confused at the end of that show last night. So here we go. Obviously, everybody knows that Seth Rollins, even though he got knocked to the back of the line at the beginning of Monday Night Raw last week, by the end of Monday Night Raw last week, he's the number one contender, and he and he had the you know he had the the material to prove it that he's now the number one contender. He won that ladder match, grabbed grabbed the uh, the contract, and he had that contract in his hand all last night on Raw. The matches between Kevin Owens and Big E. Now, we heard from Kevin Owens earlier. Kevin Owens talked about that, you know, he came out there, microphone in hand, uh, talked about how hard he works. He always gives 110%. The WWE universe never has to worry about Kevin Owens because he always gives his best effort for the fans every time he's in the ring. Big E's your WWE champion. Big E is the biggest baby face right now on Monday Night Raw. And then you have Seth Rollins, the dreaded, hated heel. Then we get into the match. Now, obviously, Big E is your your world champion. Kevin Owens is in a non-title match is trying to get that victory. So he's one of the top contenders for the championship. Follow me so far, Bully? Yes. Seth Rollins interferes. Now, there's a bit of a Big E, you know, Kevin Owens hits his front of his head on the back of Big E's head, and he gets kind of knocked out a little bit. He's on the, he's on the mat. Well, because of the referee distraction to go see what's going on with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, who's outside the ring, takes advantage, gives, gives Biggie a right hook. Boom. Boom. Kevin, Kevin Owens. Comes to his senses, sees that E is lying, you know, shoulders on the mat, goes for the pin. One, two Biggie reverses and cradles him, gets the one, two, three in the victory. Now, in the replay, Big E notices that, wait, the shenanigans went on. Seth Rollins interfered, and Kevin Owens tried to take advantage of that. Follow me so far? Yes. Okay. Then Big E notices on the big screen, turns to Kevin Owens, like, what's that? Seth Rollins interfered. You tried to take advantage of that, tried to win the match. Kevin Owens apologizes to the moon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not the way I didn't I didn't see I'm, it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Then he puts all the heat on Seth Rollins, calls calls him all the bad WWE phrases. Calls him calls him a son of a bitch. Calls him a bitch. Those are the yeah, big the, the big keywords bad. in the WWE. Bad. Challenges him to a match next week. Right. Son of a bitch. Challenges to a match next week. Big E, you know, listening to all of this, says, screw you, hits the big ending and stands over Kevin Owens. Crowd completely silent. Why? Because Kevin Owens, who's the guy at the beginning of the show that talks about how hard he works and he's here for the WWE universe and, I man, I do this for you and for your entertainment. You always get the best of Kevin Owens no matter what. And then he's apologizing. Why is he apologizing? It's a non-title match. He's taking advantage of a situation. Why should you ever apologize for that? The other thing he does, which we talked about yesterday, before he apologizes to Big E, he has to go get the microphone, bring the microphone, talk into the microphone to apologize to Big E. Completely confused. By everything that happened at the end. If, if it sounds confusing, believe me, watching it last night, completely confusing and zero reaction from the fans that were in attendance last night. If he's a white meat baby face, why wouldn't he apologize? Okay, so let's just say he's the biggest baby face. Forget it. My friendship with Big E is much more important than this championship opportunity, okay? To hell with the championship opportunity. I want to make sure my friendship with Big E is intact, and if I'm going to win a match, which he didn't win, he lost, but if I'm going to win a match, I want it to be to all by the rules. I don't want any outside interference at all. If you're Kevin Owens,
3: and you tried to apologize to Big E, vehemently apologize to Big E, and then Big E hit you with his finish, what do you think Kevin Owens' demeanor should be next
1: week? He should be pissed. I apologize to you. man. I lost the match, and I'm still apologizing to you. You're the champion. You're the biggest babyface in this company. But you, as I apologize up and down, I'm sorry. And he's got nothing to apologize for. He didn't win. He didn't win. He lost. He was apologizing for
3: trying to take, adva- uh, t- take advantage of an unfair advantage.
1: Okay, but he but he didn't because he lost. And the but other he's thing is
3: just trying to apologize. Okay, he's saying, but- "Hey man, I'm a babyface. You're a babyface. Babyfaces shouldn't do that to one another." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then Biggie's like, "I don't care." Hits him when it's finished. I got a funny feeling that we're gonna see Kevin Owens come out and and. Beat Biggie's ass down and turn heel, and he's gonna say, "I tried to apologize to you."
1: Well, in that case, bully. I feel for Kevin Owens. The guy. The last thing Kevin Owens said before getting hit with the big ending was like he said, "I am truly sorry. I'm truly sorry."
3: Well, well, they are they gonna turn? Are they gonna turn Biggie heel? I would hope not. But I, that's. I, not I don't exa- think that's. A- but that's not exactly. What you expect from your biggest baby face in your company. I think they're going to send Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins at Big E at the same time. Maybe build up to a three-way at Survivor Series. Okay. And before we go any further, I must say, I have to send out uh, thoughts and prayers.
1: Go ahead, please.
3: Thoughts and prayers, please, to Big E's ribcage and his sternum. Because Lord knows Kevin Owens crushed Big E last (laughs) night with that. Fatty senton on the floor, and that triple fatty whammy senton in the ring.
1: That's what, Those were stiff. Those were tight. Maybe that's why he didn't accept this apology last night.
3: Maybe. Hey, brother, you're a little snug out there. You might want to lighten it up and learn how to work.
1: But, Bully, I always, and you always, you've taught me this, and you've taught the nation is to go by the reaction of the crowd. If you judge the reaction, that, you got zero. Because the fans didn't know. Who to cheer for? Are you supposed to cheer for Big E? Oh, you mean
3: they're confused? Yes. Okay, because if being confused in pro wrestling was an Olympic sport, the WWE would win gold, silver, and bronze. All I know is that that's what I'm reading from last night. Kevin is going to come out next week, and he is going to swerve us all and go... You know, hey man, you know, I tried to apologize. You didn't accept my apology. and Then you hit me with your move. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. That's probably what Stone Cold Steve Austin would have did, Yada, yada, yada. And then beat the shit out of Big E. And that's going to be Kevin Owens' gripe. I tried to apologize. You didn't accept my apology. Now I'm not apologizing anymore. Boom, boom, boom. And then Seth Rollins will be like, <laughs> I'm getting a big chuckle out of this because my suit last night was so fucking bad. <laughs> I'm just breaking on but- Seth. <laughs> hey, you know what rule number one is when it comes to being in the ring? Like, you, you're never supposed to wear the same colors as the other guy is wearing. I would never have thought that anybody would wear puke mustard at the same time <laughs> ah. Biggie's got mustard on his color on his gear, and Seth's entire
1: suit was mustard. It mm, must be. It must be the big color. Mustard. Maybe that's the big color for 2022, Bully. I have a nice kind of like.
3: I have a mustard jacket. It's like it's like a suede suede mustard. Interesting.
1: I had I'm back aware, in the I'm day. Aware, I'm aware a mustard day. trench. Oh, wear a nice. Yeah. Green Go figure. Suit. You wore a trench coat. Wear nice You look green like one, one. You look like one of those people who would, wear mustard trench. Oh, whatever. Eight seven seven three four four. Eight, nine, three, eight seven seven 877 fight ninety three. Line it up. The confusion. All right. Are you cheering Becky Lynch or are you booing Becky Lynch? Are you cheering Kevin Owens or are you booing Kevin Owens? Are you cheering Big E after what he did to Kevin Owens? Because the crowd that was in the arena last night certainly didn't. A lot of confusion, but some amazing wrestling.
0: Do you want a beautiful lawn? at the fights we're joined by Shakur
3: Stevenson Shakur are you staying in your division or do you aspire to quickly
0: move up in weight class
1: just going up to 130 I don't think it would just be this time I want to do the same thing like this time around I want to actually defend the belt unify then move up like I want to actually do something uh great at the weight class other than just keep moving up wait to wait to wait get one belt move up get one belt move up
0: Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern
3: Last night with Priest and T-Bar, when Priest was crucified in those ropes and T-Bar took the kendo stick to his guts, I was like, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. You can't lighten up. You gotta swing for the fences. I need to see black and blue immediately, and that's just what we saw. If you're gonna put yourself in that position, I'm not talking about the physical position, but the position to get caned in the guts, you gotta do it apologize yeah. later if I'm, you're gonna if you're gonna throw yourself into uh c4 explosive and fireworks and fire and tax and barbar, bar, you better do it you better have a minimum stay in the hospital of two weeks for me to buy into
1: it well i'll say this after watching that match and this whole t-bar thing which isn't working again the promo t-bar gave that they had the pre-taped t-bar uh, promo. Maybe not want to watch the match. So, you know, maybe they should have edited that out. It was terrible. St- enough with the T-bar bullshit. Drop the T-bar. Get, bre- let's bring the man in. Let's bring it's the not guy. It's not going to happen.
3: It's not going to happen. It's because a shame. in Vince McMahon's eyes has no character no personality t-bar by god look at him his name is t-bar and he wears face paint and he's and he's the he's like shit he's the ruler of the world he he just never wins though
1: (laughs) t-bag and i feel bad for t-bag because to be quite honest with you that match was phenomenal and that shouldn't be just another match that should be a match that people remember because you talk about the physicality, not only the physicality, which was tremendous. How about Damian Priest's facial expressions? Like that, I mean, I mean you talk about just an amazing effort from Damian. That was a next level match. That's the type of match that's going to take Damian Priest to that next level.
3: And it's those facial expressions that will get damian priest over with the fan base but it's also going to get him over with vince because that's where the stories are told on our face we saw the pain we saw the anguish we saw the anger we saw the fire in priest's eyes especially when he started wearing t-bar out with that steel chair he was possessed he was hell-bent on revenge great choke slam through the table table exploded those guys left it all out there great job by both men Slow and steady wins the race. I'm going to see you. are going to see this whole retribution angle finally <laughs> unfold. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
1: ha! <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? I give credit to WWE. They did something that's very un-WWE Monday Night Raw-like, which is connect the creative dots. Last week, he got, you know, T-Bag throwing the chair at Damian Priest. You know what? hey, let's get a no-DQ match next week on Monday Night Raw between those two. And they did that, and it was phenomenal. And you're right, that that table exploded from that choke slam that Damian Priest gave to T-bar. The only thing that I would have
3: done differently last night, and this is a slight change in the match. If I was the agent, I would have recommended that the guys go about this in just a tiny bit of a different way. I would have had T-Bar down in the ring selling, selling something pretty big from Priest. And then I would have had Priest throwing in the chairs because it's going to get a much bigger pop when the baby face reveals the weapons. So now he's tossing chair after chair after chair, and now all of a sudden he raises that kendo stick in the air the people would have come up for it and just as he's coming in the ring to hit t-bar wham there he t-bar throttles him with a nut shot boom comes up punches him in the face and now priest is crucifixed up in the ropes now t-bar comes up out of the cell and he's got the kendo stick in his hand. It was a long time to see Priest in those ropes. And let me tell you, that's not a comfortable spot to be in at all, Dave, trapped in those ropes like that. Um, It would have cut down on the time just a little bit. It would have maximized fans'
1: reaction. Tiny little change that I would have made. Uh, I, I was very happy with that match. Like you said, it was the match of the night. That to me was a pay-per-view, a major pay-per-view quality match. And I look at Damian Priest, and I know he's your United States champion. This is a guy, Bolin. We talked a lot about him, you know, when he was Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor, and we knew that the talent that he had, the Ring of Honor fan base never accepted Punishment Martinez. I think right away when you looked at somebody like Punishment Martinez. You knew that that's a guy that was earmarked for the WWE. You knew that that was somebody that was had a future in the WWE. Now he's there. He's a future WWE champion. I look at him, I look at Damian Priest and that's a guy who's going to be a WWE champion or a universal champion sometime in the future. And what about the aftermath with um
3: Apollo Crews coming out with uh potential uh, disasters or- yet. I'm not yeah, sold. No, I'm not on sold that. on that at all right now. Yeah,
1: you're gonna have. I to, thought it I, was. Go ahead. I please. thought it was a
3: step backwards, after a really strong match. I thought it was a step backwards.
1: It was unnecessary. Uh, you got to build Apollo Cruz back up. Some, that's somebody that they just—they seem like they were gonna ignite him, and then he takes a step back. Seems like they're gonna take him to the next level, and then there's a loss, and he goes back to the beginning. Uh, right now, I get it. It's a mid-card championship, and they're trying to get a feud going. And d- unfortunately, Dominic Dijakovic, Bully, is just a guy. T-Bar is just a guy. That was a major force on NXT who's just another guy on the roster. I would love to see this feud between those two continue. Isn't going to happen. Sell me on Apollo Cruz first before you throw him out there. Give him some matches. Give him a string of matches on Monday Night Raw, you know, in the middle of the show where he gets strong victories, where it's going to wake me up and be like, oh, all right, now now I'm, a, I'm investing my time and my emotions into Apollo Cruz." And then you have the moment like you did last night.
3: Unfortunately, what they did last night was typical WWE booking. I like your suggestion a hell of a lot better.
1: Big Damian Priest fan, future world champion, I believe, in the WWE. Hopefully that goes well for him because he deserves it. He's had a good road to where he is right now, and I think he's going to do big things in the company. I agree.
3: And on a side note, I like him a lot. Good dude. Worked hard to get to this spot. Very hard.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Freeman. Sound designed by Mary Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas.
2: SiriusXM Podcasts.